This is the Green Strength Podcast with Lucius Tyree IV, where the mission is building strength, enhancing performance, and uplifting consciousness. So tune in with the mind, body, and spirit, and let's get moving. I was just going to call you Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Jamie. Young Jamie over here. Oh, man. One of these days we'll get to uh, some level that's uh, we're moving in the right direction. Spotify, we will, we will not, we'll, we'll be easy with you. Give us a hundred million. Yeah. We don't need that much. We'll sell for much less than that. Yes. Uh, man, I'm excited to be back here for another Green Strength Podcast. Coach Luke, how are you today? I'm doing just fine. I think that so much has been going on. Life is good. I'm on the upswing. I mean, I'm feeling great. I'm moving again. Uh, we're not a hundred percent, but we're moving again. Mm-hmm. And I'm now getting back into uh, hopefully past some of those ups and downs of of dealing with injury and not being able to move and being locked down in a boot and those kinds of things and thinking about building that healthy lifestyle back. Not that I lost it. I think I was living a healthy lifestyle, but really like I've been very introspective about it. You had some of those like times during this period that like checked you a little bit. You had some emotional times that you had to kind of get through the adversity, but overall the healthy lifestyle kind of prevailed as that's what was there at the start of this. It's a conversation you and I had yesterday. Um, You set yourself up from living a healthy lifestyle that even when adversity struck, yes, you had battles like everybody else, but you were able to prevail with your, you know, with the, the principles and the things that you've lived by and your belief and faith in that. Yeah, it took a long time to build it. And you're not <laughs> done. You're and still, I'm not done. Yeah. yeah, to build it, to start building it. Yeah. Um, for sure. Like we all are. I mean, it's funny because you see people, like people may look at you on Instagram or whoever and be like, oh, it's, you have an impression, right? A lot of the people out there, the, what we would call the, the healthy people, the mm-hmm. fit people, all those kinds of things, and have this vision in our head of what that person looks like. Yeah. Right. Which I think is a good, good topic for us to talk about because not necessarily the perception, but because we can see that person, I can look and see, man, that person looks so healthy. They look so fit. And I want some of that in my life, Mm -hmm. but it feels unattainable or, you know, or what is that person doing? In fact, I, I was, I was on Reddit the other day and I saw this question come up and it was, and I think this, this is just great. I was a perfect question of what does a fit person do besides go to the gym, Mm -hmm. right? Because we see that, we see that person out there that looks really healthy. They look really fit. We know they go to the gym one hour a day, but there's 23 other hours in the day. There's so much to unwrap here, but the first thing you kind of said there was like, you see these people and it's nowadays it's on social media and stuff. And we know that our, our healthcare system and you know, I mean, obesity is, is continuing to rise. All right. We have more information, more nutritional products, substances out there, more commercials on it. I mean, the grocery stores are full with healthy stuff, but we are getting worse. I, I actually, this is, I think, along these same lines. I just went to the doctor for my annual checkup this last week, mm-hmm. and we were talking about what I have to look forward to. I'm almost 40 now, right? I'm creeping on 40. 
And so we start having to talk about some other kinds of tests and things that mm-hmm. are going to be run eventually. And we were talking about, um, I think it's colonoscopies. And she was saying that they're actually now lowering the age that they're starting to recommend those. Yeah. And you would think we have all these tools available to us, medical screening, medical technology, that we should be able to delay those kinds of things. But because I think particularly here in America, the way we eat and drink and everything else, we're causing more problems younger. And so now they're having to bump those kinds of screenings up. Yeah. The fitness industry is the same way. I mean, it's in the same boat. And so I, I would almost be willing to say that the majority of these fitness influencers and these these people we see out there that have these fantastic looking physiques and they're high performers, I'm not sure that all of them are very healthy. Um, and and that's kind of what we're defining of health. And, and health is, is past performance and it's past um, physical appearance. Health is is who and what you are, how you affect others, how you think and treat yourself. And um, it's do you wake up every day living life to the fullest, being able to be as active as you possibly can and enjoy it. That is healthy. And that healthy person has so much more potential to be able to to be a high performer in whatever it is you know that they want for a, uh, I want to say a, a better like, definitely something that could be more sustainable, more like actual longevity. They can really become something because of that, you know, building that base. So when you, when you look at these people, let's, let's obviously think that there are people that are very fit out there and that look good, but it doesn't mean their insides are good. It doesn't mean that they have a healthy relationship with food and that they think um, very highly of themselves. And there's, there's tons of stuff out there. And so when we look at a healthy person, I personally always think about this question because it's the person that like radiates to me. There's somebody like that I can feel the energy. I can feel I want to be around them. They've got their things together and things together are going to be things that we're going to discuss here, but it's the qualities. Right. And right, it's right. it's like what are the qualities of a healthy person? And I you and I both know a healthy person has a a good relationship with food. First and foremost, They've, you know, any of the eating disorders and things that are that are out there and plague the majority of us at some form or time, they've worked through, they've gotten around, and they have a healthy relationship with food. That healthy person, in my experience that I've kind of examined people over time here, is usually not caught up in the diet scene at all. They usually don't, half the time probably wouldn't even know about these diets. They probably like to garden and do things and grow herbs and eat potatoes and make homemade bread. And I'm saying all these demonized foods because that person's just living a healthy lifestyle and putting real whole ingredients in their body. They have a a good relationship with food so they're not stressing about what they're eating. And that is a huge thing. They're lowering internal and external stress there and um i like that to me is number one because everybody can be active and everybody can put in work but maybe it's just me from my background of of like going through extreme dieting and stuff like i think that somebody who can just win the food battle is like they've they're a healthy person in my book you know yeah i think that's a 
absolutely. I mean, that's the, the, the body people want. Yeah. You know, what do they say? Like 80% of that, 90% of that is, is what you eat and 10% of it's what you do in the gym. Right. You I mean, yeah, you got to have that component, but the, the eating is so, so yeah. vitally important. But on top of that, it's just how you feel. And then that goes back to those, the qualities of the healthy person. What is their gut biome right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and that starts with, well, what they're eating, because that's what disrupts, disrupts that, you know, what is their yeah. relationship with alcohol? This is something I've been thinking about a lot lately, you know, that <clears throat> just kind of thinking through and, and, and part of this goes back to Vaughn's episode, right? We, we had Vaughn on here and he was talking about his battle with addiction and alcohol and drugs and everything. And while, you know, I haven't been through the same things he has, I've certainly had periods in my life where I would say I have not had a healthy relationship with alcohol. And while that's maybe not the case today, but you still look at, if we're talking about the qualities of this hypothetical healthy person, where does that fit within that lifestyle? I want to be that person. Where does that fit? Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I mean, there's just, there's so many components that go into it just from the standpoint of what you put in your mouth. Uh, But what, like, what other qualities would you say this hypothetical healthy person has this sort of fictional image that we have in our heads. Yeah. They're definitely somebody that just moves. I mean, plain and simple, not like not exercise, like exercise is probably a very small percentage of their thought process and of their day, unless it's their profession or something like that. They probably, it's just routine. You just exercise, you do things. They have, the things that they've enjoyed and that they learn and challenge their brain. And again, exercise to somebody who trains intentionally is to train to feel better. It's the true working in principle. So when I think of somebody healthy, I, I think of somebody who's like constantly moving and constantly finding ways to work in and bring vitality and energy to their body. Uh, I used to love like and I still do all the time, like look around, like if there's real yogis, like you know real yogis out there, because I hang out with a couple of them, and like they don't ever stop moving. <laughs> like they move everywhere. In a, uh, you know, if you're at, I'm always at Whole Foods with somebody, and they're always like bending down, stretching and stuff. Like you standing know? in line, like, like on one leg. You're never going to catch Greg not moving. Oh, yeah. He's come, I mean, you know, and that's where like it really changed for me is we just started like, not worrying about working out as hardcore and we started training with intention and then just enjoying being active and being capable of being active. And that is when I started becoming my healthiest and it did, it affected my emotional well-being big time. And just like the, the, the first thing we just said there, food, you know, food in a healthy person, if they can battle through those those anxieties and disorders, and all of a sudden they just enjoy food, and they most of the time enjoy foods that bring value and vitality into them, just like the exercise, they're going to start to become healthier. Yeah. There's so many other qualities we could talk about, uh, and we will. Things like sleep, right? Yeah. I, I hate that mentality that I think is going away. I actually do think it's going away of you know, uh, high performance. Like I'll sleep when I'm dead. Yeah. The, that if you get, need more than four hours of sleep, you're weak. And I really, I do think that's going away. Cause we see 
CEOs of big companies talking about, no, you got to have seven to eight hours of sleep. Like they're starting to talk a little bit more about reasonable. But that's a good example of like, there are people, like you said, like there's a C, there are CEOs out there that are just probably working 18 hours a day and they get that one workout in, they have a trainer, they've got a chef, they've got all this stuff. They look lean. It's like the rock, but man, you don't, you don't know. Like if the rock wakes up with bang knees and stuff hurts him every day, you don't know if he has like emotional disorders with things like, you know, he's got his stuff together, but like he could in five years, all of a sudden be at the hospital with some gut problem that you never knew about that could be compounded with stress just because he chose a badass lifestyle of being a high flyer all over the world. Yeah. Like stress, internal and external stress. The food, the movement, all those things like impact those. But our thoughts are there too. And when you said sleep, that goes with the way we think. Everybody knows if they try to like count how many, you know, when like wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, oh, I've got four more hours of sleep left. (laughs) And then it's like over from there. But that goes to like our third pillar, which is breath. And it's that be here now moment. Um, And thought is so big into this as well because healthy people have healthy thoughts. It doesn't matter if they've got one leg or two, they have healthy thoughts and they ha- they've battled through whatever and wherever and they are who they are and they, they radiate and they want to impact others and they move and they choose to, to eat better foods that bring them value most of the time. And that is a healthy person. You know, they're, the breathing practices of people, I think, is a, is very interesting because that has such a, a huge impact on the insides and reducing stress and helping us sleep better. And um, you know, there's a lot of different things that people can do for their their whether it's religion, whether it's just some sort of faith based practice or meditation, whatever it is, they're just centering down and they're just you know, becoming more aware of who they are. So, okay. So we're at least starting to get a picture of this again, hypothetical, perfect, healthy person, right? They move. It's not just in the gym. Sure. Do they go to the gym and work out? Yeah. But they're moving all the time, doing healthy things for their body, Mm -hmm. healthy relationship with food and all the things they put in their body, healthy sleep cycle, they're working on their breath and their thoughts that they have and, you know, educating themselves, reading books, these yeah. kinds of things. I mean, yeah. just being good habits, right? We know people are now thinking in this, this sense of like, okay, if we're talking a whole healthy lifestyle, we're starting to get a picture of what that looks like. But a lot of us didn't start there. We're not there yet. Mm-hmm. We're trying to move in that direction. So what are some ways that if we're looking at a person – where would they be now? If they want to be that healthy person, that hypothetical healthy person, there's a lot of different starting points because we're going to talk about what you can do to get to that or move towards that goal of being this healthy person. But there's a lot of different starting points. So what, what are some different starting points that that you see? Uh, You got to make a decision. You have to have, you've got to do some thinking of what and who you really want to become. And you've got to, we did the podcast on reverse engineering. You've got to like look at that process and that's what we're mapping out right now. But the main thing is, is if you want something, you got to go for it. And chances are 
you've wasted so much time and you've put yourself into this position. Plain and simple. Your, your routines, your addictions. I think everything is an addiction in a way. It's like you were talking about, although my alcohol consumption isn't Vaughn's, no, but you've identified that it is something that causes concern to you to want to, to make some sort of change. So it, it's there. We have these things that we hold on to. And if you're trying, you've got to just get gung-ho, man. You've got to just start to change the environment to a healthy environment. Now, number one, that has to start with your breath and your thoughts. Like it has to start with you because your thoughts dictate like, I, I don't care. I don't need that. I can eat real food if I'm hungry. I don't, I'm not going to slave to this mathematical game and of how many calories did I burn? How many calories am I taking in? And did I get the workout in? I'm going to start eating real food every damn day, every single day. Every day I'm going to wake up and I'm going to make sure that my day starts with good thoughts and good movement and just get to feeling better. Everybody wakes up and they do some form of stretching. Like they don't know it, but everybody does something. And it's like, I'm going to do more. It doesn't have to be very long, but it's intentional. The more intentional you are with this stuff. And I, and, and I think making that change and having intention to change for 20, 30 days. I mean, we're talking a month of time. Look how much time you've been living the other way. Like those are the thoughts you have to start to think. I'm tired of doing what I've been doing. It's been three years. It's been five years. It's been 30 years. Tomorrow is different. Every day there's going to be battles. Those are the battles that make you the healthier, stronger person when you, when you get through those. And it's cool because those things teach us so much. They teach us this never ending journey of this that you better learn to start moving and eating real food and putting good thoughts in your head because those pillars are always going to be there. But the things that make up those are going to change every day, every year on down the line. You know, um, Some of that can be unfortunate through injuries and things like that or whatever, but we are going to grow older. We're going to change. The environment is going to start to change, and we better be willing to accept the fact that maybe in five years from now you're going to completely eat different than you're eating today but you're still eating real food and your relationship with food is what is of value um, you might be moving and, and engaging complete different exercise than you are today but you're going to be moving every day and you're going to find a way to work in and be active and, and let your body thrive and you might be in a different position than you are today, but you're going to still be putting these good thoughts. You're still going to have um, faith and, and belief in the, in the adventure, the excitement ahead. And I think that's what always is like stuck with me when I've met people that like really kind of, you know, they shake you up. You, you want to be around them. You want to know more about them because you just... It's not to say they don't have the battles, but you just see that they're standing there. It's like, I'm going to win. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to win. This is going to be fun. This is life. We're going to be happy. We're going we're gonna to evaluate ourselves every year and start to make changes. So this is a never-ending process. Um, but you've just got to gotta get going. Yeah. You, you said something that made me think of a, a book that I'm currently going through. And she had made a comment in the book about um, 
you know, being in a situation and was like, this sucks. This is terrible. This is hard. And this, she, she was in a class and the, the teacher said, does it suck? Is it hard now? Good. Cause that's when the real work begins. This is when the work begins. Yeah. And this is when you decide I'm either going to do it or I'm not. And so if it sucks right now, something's bad. Good. That's, that's yeah. when the work starts. Yeah. So let's talk about that because that starting point of the place where people are like, okay, this sucks where I'm at now. I yeah. think something about where I'm at sucks because that can look a lot different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I kind of consider myself that like weekend warrior type, right? Where I do pretty well on eating, not ideal. I do pretty well on, like we just talked about, relationship with alcohol, but not perfect. I do pretty well on working out and moving, but not perfect, right? So that's just kind of like your average person who's gotten started, um, but not necessarily all the way there. That's a lot of us. But there's a lot of other types of people as well that maybe we even look at that are fit, maybe that we think that aren't. So just so that everybody kind of understands, like, where are these starting points? Because, um, you know, what do they look like? What do these people look like right now that may want to get started on this? Because I also envision, like, your couch potato person, right? They haven't, they're not doing anything right now. You're, you're kind of an example of a healthy person. <laughs> I don't know why you just said that to yourself. Um, okay. You, you travel with fitness is a part of your life. Yeah, Movement true. is a part of your life. And, and that's where it's, it's gotta be not like, but what, what is the actual question here? Like, what are we? Right. So think about the person too. That's yeah. Maybe looks really fit, but they're actually just beating themselves up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, the person that is high performance, but like, yeah, their body hurts. Yeah. Right? You, Cause you give me examples of what those kinds of people might look like. And so, um, again, somebody might look at them on Instagram and think, man, that guy's lifting a lot of weight, but how does he feel? Um, yeah. you know, how can, how can he move? I've lifted a lot of weight and I've done a lot of thing, the cool stuff before. And I've walked away with people that were watching in the gym that thought it was badass, but I couldn't tie my shoe. <laughs> like the, I just knew that like certain positions and things that I could get in and get up and down and I had a willpower and I had a belief and miles upon miles and years of just grinding and it was there, but none, no part of that was healthy. What would have been healthy to, is to step away from that at that time and reevaluate what is most important and what is most important in a healthy person would be to have full function an ability in what I have of my body. And I'm blessed to still have all my limbs and so in a, in a hip and a back that is not getting reconstructed. So like what I should have done to be a healthier person was step away from that day and not just compound something for the sake of, of my ego. My, and it wasn't an external ego it was an inside ego. It was the one of like, I still have to feel this. And it's like, well, I'm still gonna feel this damn thing later on tonight when I'm trying to tie my shoes. And a lot of people are like that. And I think a lot of very healthy influencers and healthy, just active people, healthy to the point we're talking about here, they're still high performers. Yeah, healthy. these people are, they are, they're banging, over and over and over and they know the definition of insanity we all we all know it but we just exclude ourselves it's human nature we just kind of like i'm not doing it as bad and i will change when here and now and i just think that's that hard part with the ego like 
personally, it's taken that that weight room ego death for me to like start to like really see this the same stuff. But the high performance people that are just beating themselves into the ground and they're looking for they're starting they're thinking they enjoy it they're still doing it but they're thinking what's what is going to be next for me in my my fitness adventure. It's the funny part is we just we got to get them healthy. We got to get them moving better. We got to we get, hopefully if they have any you know gut problems or any anything that's going on we got to put good food in their body. So it's physical therapy. It's physical culture from the total package. We take this superstar CrossFit guy who's had some nagging injuries and is breaking down but can go and go and go and looks great and he's starting to kind of. What do we got to do? We got to bring him back. We got to bring back homeostasis of this living organism to as best as it can genetically be. And then we look at where we're going after that. Are we going back into this hardcore training? Therein lies that fun conversation of like, well, this time we better go back into it with a better understanding of balance. And now we at least have a base to go back in and know where we can kind of play the balance game. And that goes back to how do we start? You start now. You have to change the balance. If, it's, if you've been doing something for years, there's a lot of unwinding, and you better be okay with that. But that is like the only, that's the push-pull, that's the yin-yang, that's the wisdom of life that we have to just realize is real in physical exercise. You can't just keep out-training and under eating or overeating and just slamming, you know, rep after rep after rep. It works for a period of time, but there's no artistry in that. It, it has no sustainability over time. So let's talk about then what a healthy person does outside of the gym, right? Because, yeah. okay, we, again, we know they come into the gym and they've got some, maybe, maybe they do, not even necessarily, they don't have to, but this is the vision we have. So people want to be healthy. So they say, I got to go to the gym. This is why you know, January 1st, right? There's this whole joke of people flooding the gyms on January 1st, because if I want to get healthy, I have to go to the gym. Let's set that aside, right? And even if we assume, yes, they're going to the gym for an hour and a day, what else is a healthy person doing from day to day that encompasses that lifestyle? Because I think that's what, what matters, right? It's, it's not just the go to the gym. Anybody can do that. What else are they doing? Well, they're putting together all these practices that we're talking about. They are, are not consumed with just working out. They are focused on always making sure that their body feels good, that they are able to travel and move through life and be able to do the tasks that they enjoy doing. If the task happens to be a, a physical job and like an actual skill set is required, then you know what they're doing every day. They're figuring out how to make sure that skill set is still good. If there's a nick, if a toe's hurt and an elbow's banged up, they are doing things outside of the gym. Therapeutic practices of living a healthy lifestyle, thinking about joint mobility, stretching, um, walking. Uh, they're putting good foods in their body to you know ha- handle inflammation and all those things. They're doing all of the stuff to make sure that they are healthy full go all the time and that is i mean that's we're beating the same thing in but that is that is exactly what they're doing yeah it does take all those things because you know i think for me it's like i like to do jujitsu you Mm -hmm. do too 
I love to play sand volleyball, right? Like yeah. I love to, I just played in a flag football league. I played pickleball. I mean, these are all the things that come into it that these aren't in the gym. Maybe what I'm doing in the gym supports that though, because that goes back to if I'm just coming in here and I'm just trying to put as much weight on my back as possible and squat it every day, I'm well, not going to be able to do those things. Well, let me tell you how to get stronger. Like, let me, I can put together a, a complete scientifically backed program and I can write it out for you and it can, you know, you just, you want to be a better athlete, be more powerful and all those, all those things um, for those recreational sports that you play. What happens when that goes awry? What happens when I've disrupted the balance so much that now those little recreational sports are sacrificed because the workouts are starting to tear you down in order to keep up with those, but they're scientifically backed and nobody ever just wants to step back and just kind of evaluate the balance of things. And that's overall what we're talking about. It has to be with the way you move through life every day. It has to be what you consume both in through your mouth and in through your thoughts. And um, it goes with the tribe too. You've got to put good people around you. You've got to put good communication around you. You've got to do all those things. And that's what makes a healthy person. And if it's solely performance and solely athletics, I truly believe that the person with the most skill set and is the healthiest and has the best base is going to win. And if they're not going to win that one time, they're going to be there longer to be fighting. And, um, that is a, a huge part to be able to, you know, kind of the people need to look at. They need to kind of just assess who and what they are and what they're doing. Let's have a case study. Yeah. Let's talk about our buddy Mason. Yeah, because th this is so perfect. Like it just came up. Screenshot him and <laughs> switching it around back and forth here, talking smack on Mason. <laughs> We're going to talk trash about Mason yep. for a minute. Not now. <laughs> no, we aren't. Damn. So for those, you know, a lot of our listeners are going to know who Mason is. Um, you know, he's a guy, he's a dad, right? So he's yeah. got, he's got kids. So he lives the family life. Uh, he's a, a husband. So he does the whole, the whole family package. He is a successful jujitsu competitor. Let's be honest. He's a monster. Mason is the dog in there, man. Yeah. He's a monster. He's tough. And we're not talking like Mason's not 22 years old. He is... Um, I don't know exactly how old he is, but he's probably around our age, right? So he's yeah. he's into his 30s with, with kids and everything. So, um, But he competes at a very high level and is, yeah, one of the toughest dudes you'll meet. I would be willing to bet and I, that this is just kind of like my self-evaluation of Mason. Mason comes off as somebody to me that, like, he has so much self-belief and faith in himself that he doesn't get wrapped up in, in all this other crap out there. And I think what we're going to talk about, what he did, is total example of that. It's like, I don't, need to, I don't need to hit up the gym people and do this and get my meals and, and do all this. It's like, man, I'm, gonna, I'm not eating shit anymore. I'm going to live. I'm going to eat real food. I'm going to move every single day. And no matter what, I, like, that's cool because somebody got geared up to not just do a challenge, but do a challenge that developed intuitive, um, just intuition period. 
It's like I have to work out a couple times a day, no matter what. I think it was like thirty or forty-five minutes on the challenge, twice a day, or something like that. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that because yeah. because what he did is is we saw this about a couple months ago. Yeah. That I saw when he was putting it out. He said that he was going to start this challenge, and it's it's I think it's technically a seventy-five day challenge. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I kind of looked into it after he posted because I thought that's kind of interesting. And now I want to get the book and, and read it and all that. Mm-hmm. But I've got to finish a couple other books before I buy a new one. I told myself. But it encompassed a few things that he has to do these things every day. One was two workout sessions. When we say workout, it's what we talk about, movement, right? It can be any number of things. It doesn't have to be, oh, you got to go into the gym and do whatever. In fact, Mm -hmm. I don't know that he did hardly anything. I don't know that he did. I didn't see much. Yeah. I think he was working out in his backyard. Right. He was going for a run. Right. Which is that belief and faith and like, I don't need I don't need that. I don't need all that stuff. I'm just going to put that work in twice a day. It was read something good for your mind every day. I don't know if it was like read 10 pages or 15 minutes or whatever it was, but it was supposed to read something so every day. So good thoughts. Right? So good thoughts. Put thoughts. Journal every day, right? So we're writing. We're taking those thoughts and everything else, them, and we're, yeah. we're putting them down. We're, we're writing them, writing out goals, those kinds of things. Um, I think part of it, too, was like you were supposed to take like a progress picture every day to kind of like keep you moving. He said he failed on that one. He said he failed on that one. Uh, but I get it because this that goes was the back ego to death. Like, he didn't want to make it about the I know, you know right taking photos of himself. And so uh, that's kind of the gist of it, right? So it's not just I'm going to work out every day. Yeah. But it was also uh, I think he just stopped drinking, right? So he cut out the yeah. alcohol, cut out the sweets, ate real food. So he's just going back to the stuff I'm putting in my body. Yeah, he wasn't food. like touting a diet. It was yeah. just saying I cut sugar. And like, you know, I think it was basically like sugar. What was it? Yeah, I think he said the 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 sugar and the alcohol that. he cut out because the thing he just posted was that you know he's now changing the way he drinks from he, he'll he'll, he'll still have a drink socially, but you know I'm not gonna just have right. a beer by myself. He cut out added sugars, bread, gluten, and alcohol. Yeah, so there just we go. A few things get yeah. cut out, and so here we are, a couple months later, and he's given us this progress, but he has no idea we're talking about him, which I just love it. Um, he's got this progress now, 30 days later, and yeah. he has built this lifestyle. Now he had a healthy lifestyle yeah, before. Yeah, he was great. He was not unhealthy. He, by all means, he was very healthy, but he has really this hypothetical healthy person. He just did it. He just did it. And it shows everybody to chill out, stop reading crap, and start reading something good every day as he did and just start moving. I think that the greatest thing that I love is because everything's so much about like aesthetics in these in the fitness world that like Mason looked great in that photo. Like he looks ripped, he looks lean, he's got great definition. Yeah. He's a monster. I mean he really is. No crazy program. Like principles. Real principles. Principles that will withstand the test of time because you know, if a natural disaster came through here and took all of our gyms out, Mason's still good. And a lot of people are going to freak out. Yeah. You know, a lot of those healthy people are going to freak out. And here you got somebody who's got kids and a wife and a family he's got to look after. And he still found a way to get two sessions in a day because he made it a priority. And that priority made him a better person in the end. So yeah, it's great. Man. Yeah. And, and to think we have these ideas of, well, I don't have time. Okay, I don't, I mean, and I say that sometimes too, like, where am I going to fit it in? Again, this guy, yeah, he's got a family. He's, he works every day and yet he finds time to 
Do but, healthy movement at least twice a day. Eat real food. Read. Write. Doing the healthy lifestyle. And so that excuse, if he can do it, everybody else can too. We don't understand how much we kind of lead this conversation a lot now that we struggle with a ton of things of course but we don't understand like i mean we do but we just don't think about it and see it like you see the people that move around with us all the time and the ones that you can you can see the ones that i'm trying to help that i'm with that uh, through jujitsu let's say we got a lot of a lot of movers in jujitsu and there are those little small nagging injuries and you've seen the people that have asked me a thousand times like what should i start doing this is the answer like the answer is to not try to fix that injury the answer is like okay this guy's telling me like my body is kind of like let's uh let's say like it's like your car okay you told me your elbow kind of hurts from jujitsu and you're having trouble and you can't post up on it or something well relate that to your front right tire if it's moving a little wobbly or if it's a little crooked and alignment's off you want to get it fixed you, you have to take initiative and get it fixed i can help you i can guide you i can send you to a bunch of professionals but everybody's kind of looking like oh, i'm doing all these things i work out i do this i do that i eat this i take that it's like it's more than that it's about stepping back and bringing all this stuff together at the most basic level possible believing in that and doing it every damn day and then voila mason happens you know that kind of stuff happens and that's the things that i've seen the most and you've seen we've had conversation with a couple of the guys that I've, I've told you about that i've told you about the best case like kind of case studies i guess that i've ever gotten and it's never anybody that i'm ever working with in person it's always that random, and uh, this is what I love about our jiu-jitsu community, is it being worldwide in the Ibero and, and Lovato Association that I've been able to like talk to so many different people. But I've had those people that are just, they train jiu-jitsu, they go to the gym, they follow you know, these macro-counting diets or whatever it is, and they're just frustrated because they still, they might have gotten results and gotten somewhere, but it's still it's like, how is this... There are some of these people out there that say it's the easiest thing possible. I'm one of those people, you know. But then they're like, it's never, I'm never going to get there. And it's, it's like, because it's that. It's, it's that confusion, you know. Right. You, can, you can get there. And when, when I get to, like, send out all the things that we talk about on a daily basis to somebody, and I don't even get to, like, physically train them, but they reach back out in an email, like, six months later, and the results blow my mind. Like they, they blow my mind and it, it's always, I just slap my face because I'm always like, duh, I knew it. But it's somebody that was just like, I'm tired of being overweight. I'm tired of being sick. I'm tired of this shit. And nothing is better when they talk about like wanting to be able to play with their kids and hike with their kids in 10 years. And when you see somebody get gung ho on that and then start to make those small changes every day and the cascading effect of that. And the irony that it just kind of leaves everybody else in the dust that just keeps hammering away in the gym. We're going to get there one day or we, you know, it's, it's a weird world, right? Again, it goes back to Mason of people. What, what do you do, man? You're so strong. You're so fit. You're so healthy. What do you do? I don't know, man. I move a couple times every day. I eat real food. 
I read good things. And you know? he trained, and like the, the other part about that, and, and Mason's perfect for this, is because he trains with intention. I think that's what makes him so, you know, intimidating in the gym. Is just like, do you, you know what a Mason round is going to be? And it's not going to be any asshole move. It's just going to be hard grit work. And if you put something, if he has to, if you get something on him and he has to face some adversity, he's coming back stronger. And that's the example of a healthy person. That's what people got to do. They got to latch on to those sort of um, inspirational stories and realize that they can do it too. And they've just got to start eating better, moving more, and putting better thoughts into their head. I love that because a healthy person will face adversity. And Every day. So Every what, day. Yeah. Some, I mean, what if big, you face small? 5% of your days facing adversity? That's 95% of thriving. Like yeah. that is a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And still persevering during that yeah. adversity. Yeah. I feel, I feel, I feel knowledgeable that we've talked about that, you know, going through the big adversity of, of having a, a quarter of your limbs, uh, hamstrung, you know, and that's adversity, but that doesn't mean you just give it all up. What do you know when like, there's a, there was a video going around, an Olympic lifter with like one leg and it was doing some stuff, but everybody shares those sort of stories and we see it and we're like, awesome. Okay. Well then you got to remember when you were down about your ankle, I was down about my back. Like we still had hope. And so that kind of reality slap is like, I looked at that guy and when I saw that one leg, I thought that's somebody who's got some confidence and is strong and faced whatever the hell they went through, and now they're a badass. And it's like, every day, that's that thought process. Okay, I've got one good ankle right now. Let's just, that's who and where I am. How can I be the baddest Jeff I can be? How can I come into the gym, and what can I still do to give me that confidence, to let me feel that I'm constantly getting stronger, even though I may be weaker in some areas and limited in some things? But a true, a true samurai, a true martial artist is going to realize, like, I'm limited in this area right now, but they're going to have faith, belief, and devise a plan to still be able to, to climb out of the foxhole and get some stuff done. You know, we can't worry about that. We can only improve upon what we have. And um, that, it goes, that, that was the, our biggest point in, in coming back from the injuries is self-belief. But um, I think that's very important in this conversation as well. As we uh, kind of get close to closing out, I think the last thing to talk about, though, is how does the healthy person adapt and change over time? Because their lifestyle may change. They may be doing different things. So what are some ways that if you're living that healthy lifestyle, you're building that, that you may adapt over time? Mm, that's the – I had a body worker. She's one of my favorite people. And um, she loves astrology and loves the seasons and talking about that stuff. And there's to a point, and she was always right when I would get body work done, she was always talking about, like, you need to honor the seasons. And, and basically that kind of thing was just like, Luke, you need to give this, like, you need to decompress the spine a little bit. You need to take a little bit of time here and kind of, you know, go the other way. And it goes right back common sense into that balance thing got to change the equation a little bit and so 
I think that we need to understand that we're getting older every day, that we're taking risks of just being alive, like with the things that can happen to us, that every day is a constant evaluation of how well we could perform and what we can do. And I think our, our job is to just intentionally try to keep making sure we keep sharpening that sword of being a healthy, capable, happy human being. And that awareness to understanding that you have to listen to your body. It is a living, you are a living thing that has thoughts and, and all sorts of hormonal biochemistry going on that there's going to be time in this, in this journey that your diet, your food choices may change and they may change drastically, but that may be needed, you know, to support you, to make you feel better. And I, I think that's just that awareness over time to understand that there's there's no perfect way of eating there's no perfect way of of moving and there's no perfect way of strength training and stuff it's quality and it's individual it's how is it radiating you as a person and how are you affecting others it's beautiful it's a perfect way to end we're gonna tie a bow on it right there Man, we appreciate all you guys that are coming back every week to join us here on the Green String Podcast and being part of the community. We hope that you will take a moment. If you haven't yet subscribed, go ahead and hit that subscribe button for us. Leave a review if you can and share it with a friend. You're also going to be able to start seeing all these episodes. If you're not watching this one on video, we're going to be putting these on video, putting them out on YouTube and some other platforms so you can also see our beautiful faces while we're we're talking to the microphone. But it's going to be coming to every podcast platform that you can find us if you just want to hear us in your ear. Coach, tell them how they can find you out there. You can the find me on Instagram at GreenStrengthIV, and you can find the website at uh, GreenStrengthHQ.com. And uh, again, big shout out to our teammate, Mason, for just kind of like this all happened in the same day we're going to sit here and talk. And it's like, I think a lot of people listening to this that know Mason should use him as an inspiration to kind of figure out doesn't have to be the 75 hard challenge but like do something for yourself just know that a little change like that done every single day has proven benefits so absolutely so make those little changes keep coming back here every week for the green strength podcast and being a part of our community and we'll see you next time on the green strength podcast